0: Lawrence Electronics and the California Department of Boating and Waterways. And now, to bring you the best in the outdoors, here's the host of California Sportsman, Seth Hendrickson.
1: Hey, good morning, everybody, and welcome to California Sportsman. It's Saturday, April 23rd. Happy birthday, Marilyn. I remembered. Hey, we've got a great show for you today. We're going to kick it off in just a moment with Captain James Smith aboard the California Dawn. Halibut action in San Francisco Bay is kicking butts, and we're going to continue with him listening to the great action going on out there. And by the way, he's picking up the Caldon too. That's right. Right away. He'll tell you about it in just a moment. Captain Steve Mitchell hooked up sport fishing. He's chasing sturgeon in the Delta and his quote is wide open and we're playing catch and release. I love that kind of talk. Mike Ogney hooks up with us from the real magic out of Bodega Bay to tell you about the salmon outlook. Weather's been keeping a few people off of the water, and most of them actually, and that water, uh, weather will be breaking so you'll have some opportunities here pretty quick to get out between little cloudy stuff that's kind of blowing through. The wind is what we gotta watch out for more than anything. Captain Jeff Suhu of Suhu Sport Fishing in the Delta, he's piling up stripers. Big bite going on out there. He was into him big time yesterday. He'll tell you all about it. Alan Fong Outdoors. That's right. The man himself, the Rodfather, joins us live here with what's hot and what's going on. And, of course, Mike Ogney's got his saltwater report. Captain Jay Lopes is in the San Francisco Bay chasing halibut today. We'll check in with him in the second hour. And Tony Zapulvita with Greenwater Fishing is chasing stripers. That's right. The run is on and the bite is terrific. Stripers up near the Calusa area on the river is what he'll be talking about. Steve Carson's got some big rigs for you for catching bluefin tuna. He'll tell you all about them. I watched this video last night, and it's pretty impressive. And Lenny LaPenta. Today is the Big Bucks Outboard. Open house day. The barbecue is already going, he told me just a couple of moments ago. And we'll go to Elkhorn Bait and Tackle, where Tim Boggs has got everything you need for getting into all the species on the bite right now. Justin Leonard with Outcast Guide Service. He's chasing river stripers, too. He's fishing the big Northern California Guides and Sportsman's Association Derby up there. And we'll check in on the action there. And, of course, Dave Hurley, the editor of Western Outdoor News, hooks up with us to give you a lot of opportunities near the end of the show for you to get out on freshwater and saltwater action. Speaking of saltwater, let's go live to San Francisco Bay let's climb on board the California Dawn with Captain James Smith and find out about the butt action this week. Good morning, Captain.
2: Hey, good morning, Seth.
1: I'm not talking about the butts walking down the dock. We're talking about the butts on the bottom of your bay. How's it going out there? Uh, Of
3: course. You know, today I took the day off. I had to I had to get a little rest. My uh, trusted second captain, Sean Taylor, is at the wheel. He's uh, running the Dawn One right now, and I am prepping for my trip down to Southern California. But uh, before I talk about that, the halibut of fishing—it's hey, off the chain, off the hook, wherever you want to say. I'm I'm looking at good tides uh, through bad tides. We're getting them every which way. There's just it's just a lot of fish this year north south um uh, you know further north i mean you take your pick you catch not just about anywhere it's just one of those years where there's just there's just a big biomass here in the bay it's been uh pretty consistent for us it's been a fish and a half to two and a half fisher rods near limits just about every day and then you know some of the smaller six-pack guys those guys like my little brother, Jay, he's been, uh, he's been doing really good um, since, you know, the proximity. The fish have been in the shallows, and we've just been kicking out butts like crazy. It's just been all around just a wonderful bite, a lot of short fish going back. Um, you know, it's, it's good. It's a really good bite going on right now.
1: James, what's the typical size of the keepers that are coming in right now?
3: You know, our, our spring grade of fish is anywhere from just keepers at 22 on up to, you know, 28, 30 inches. But I tell you what, this week we're starting to get an influx of those bigger fish starting to show up from out in the ocean. And, uh, you know, we had a halibut. We had one day we had a, a 13, a 15, an 18, and a 22. That was the day before yesterday. So. Usually, when you see those guys starting to show up, you, you know you pick a few more. You know there's fish just hanging out in the deeper water. We don't see them back in the flats quite so much, um, but just seeing them in general. I know that when we get on some big set or some, some small sets of tides, we should start seeing them out in the deep. And that's you know, that, and that's always live bait dependent too. Uh, we don't have the bait yet. There's no live bait available, but when it becomes available. We should start seeing a, a a lot more of those bigger fish. We just we just can't reach them with the troll gear yet. But uh, I know they're starting to show up.
1: Well, it's just a matter of time until it totally busts loose. Marilyn and I were driving around uh, yesterday and or day before yesterday, and I said, you know, we ought to go over to Berkeley, give James a call. Maybe we can have some <laughs> halibut pate tonight. And I thought better you- of it. But I won't think better of it the next time I'm over here. So what day next week do you want to go have lunch uh, near the
4: city, (laughs) Seth? Yeah, we could go over there to Berkeley. We could go to Berkeley. Yeah, we could go have lunch and then maybe swing by and see James in the afternoon. Yeah, and bring an ice chest. Have Yeti. We'll travel. Yeah. (laughs) I'm, I'm game. I'm game.
1: Well, James, let the cat out of the bag. Tell him what you're picking up, guy, and it ain't a piece of luggage either.
3: Oh man! I tell you what, this has uh, been one of the longer shipyards I can remember. We, we, uh, we stripped the crab gear off that boat, drove it down to Southern California, got down there the eighth of January, and finally, finally, my boat's done. They're slapping the stainless up on the uh, the galley walls today, and uh, I am. I got a plane ticket booked to fly down to uh, San Pedro tomorrow. Going to jump on the boat and uh, hopefully leave the dock by three or four in the morning and get up here Wednesday afternoon late. The Don to is finally done. I'm going to get the boat back. We're going to be back up here and running trips here um, within two weeks. I still got some button-up stuff. We got Coast Guard. I got to paint the decks. But the boat is done. I'm going to do a big unveiling here uh, probably in the next dare to, I'm going to to get down there. I'm going to get a lot of photos and then show everybody what the boat looks like. And, uh, gosh, you know, it's been a lot of time, a lot of effort, a ton of money just to build this thing. And can I got enough electronics in this boat to even make Kent Brown and any bass fisherman jealous. It's just, it's just gorgeous. Top to bottom right now. So, so we're, we're
4: excited. So that's how Ish is paying for his trips. He's going to show you how to use all that, <laughs> all that Lawrence stuff now, right?
3: Yeah. Yo, you know what? It was even beyond Ish. I had to go seek another expert because Ish is like, yeah, I, I I can't do this. That's <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, way out of our realm. <laughs> Ish is tapped out. Yeah. <laughs> well, as soon as you start talking radar, you get out of our realm. So anything from there on, you're Radar is the inexpensive side of it. Exactly right. Exactly it's right. It's those
1: forward-looking locators and everything else that cost you a little bit of money.
4: Yeah, well, you know, he needs all that stuff. Of course he does. Yeah. Just- oh, oh, of course. Just what he needs. A few Sep, more just wants, out there. Sep just wants to know how the menu's coming along. Is, yeah. Is, I, have you got the new menu cards printed yet or anything? <laughs> yeah, no, no, no.
3: We've been working on, uh, Chef's been working on a new menu, a, a revamped, updated menu of, of everything that anybody's ever liked on the boat for the past 20
1: years. Are
4: you naming anything we, after Sep and bringing it back? We had a Sepp's burrito. He said <laughs> it was the
1: size of a small baby wrapped in a blanket. <laughs>
3: Yeah, well, with the recession, we had to cut the Seph's burrito off the menu, so I'm sorry, Seph Fuel prices are
1: high, pal. Fuel prices are high. That's okay. It. The Eggs Benedict will take over for it. Don't nice. worry about it. Nice.
4: Well, I can't wait. I want to go on the new boat. I, I wanted to make a trip and get down we'll there. We'll probably and... go down there and be obnoxious and climb on with somebody one day. Yeah, we need to do that. I can't James wait to will see say the something. new boat, like, I don't even know who
1: they are. Who yeah, I don't know them. who they are.
4: James, I'm,
1: James, I'm glad it's finally coming to fruition for you and it couldn't be better timing with the great halibut bite that's going on right now and you know what's going to happen. It's only going to get better. Give them the hookup information so they can not only book a trip on the California Dawn one, but they can book a trip on the California Dawn two by now.
3: All right, well, well, well. Thank you for that. I mean, Steph, you've known me since I had that old wood boat Baywatch, and and you watched me climb out of that hole. And now we're <laughs> in multi-million dollar boats here. But uh, I can't wait to unveil it, show it to everybody. My uh, hookup information here: five one zero four one seven five 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 seven. Reach us on the web at Californiadawn dot com. I'll have some photos and pictures from today's trip, Captain Sean, and we'll have photos up. Here by Monday, uh, the new boat, come down, check it out, come take a ride. A lot, of, uh, a lot, of, lot, of, a lot went into this project. I'm really proud of it. And, uh, yeah, that's it. And, I, you know, I can't wait to get you guys out. But also, happy birthday, Marilyn.
1: I didn't forget either. She's waving from the control <laughs> yeah. room right now. <laughs> okay. All right, James, you have a great one, my friend. And thanks so much for sharing. And congratulations on finally getting the Caldon 2 back in your possession, my friend.
4: Great. Thanks, guys. Have a great show. We will. You have a great day, too. I'm sure there'll be a big spread of photos put up on his Facebook page this week. Oh, you can bet on it. I'm certain there will. He'll be taking photos
1: and posting them as he's driving back. I'm I'm sure Autopilot, (laughs) I'm sure. He'll have a ton of selfies up there on the bow thinking he's the king of the world or Uh, whatever. Yeah,
4: well, that's a boat that's really something to be proud of he's done a great job with that.
1: Alright let's take a quick break right now when we come back we're checking in with Hooked Up Sport Fishings. Captain Steve Mitchell checking out Delta Sturgeon action he says it's wide open I'll bet it is and then we'll hook up with Mike Ogney on the real magic. Find out what's going on with the salmon action. The damn winds need to quit blowing. We'll be right back stick around you're gonna get hooked Prices Check first with Ron Duprat Ford and Dixon. Find out more at rondupratford.com or call toll-free at 877-463-5436. Why would you buy anyplace else?
5: When you're looking for the latest in fishing gear, accessories, and live bait, Elkhorn Bait and Tackle is where you'll find everything you need for fishing fun. Elkhorn Bait has high-quality rods and reels for every type of fishing in Northern California, from trout to bass, sturgeon to stripers, and salmon to shag. And more important, Elkhorn Bait always has the best and largest selection of fresh baits like crawdads, minnows, pile worms, blood worms, night crawlers, and more. Including frozen tray baits. Elkhorn Bait and Tackle, 20th Street and Elkhorn Boulevard, west of Watt. 916-991-5298. Hey, they are also your, your local U-Haul dealer. dealer. Kingfisher Boats has become the standard for sportsmen who value toughness, ride, comfort, and great fishability. And Godfishing Marine in Dixon is is your your heavy heavy gauge aluminum boat headquarters. headquarters. Featuring the full line of Kingfisher boats, the offshore, coastal, sport, or river jet series boats from 16 to 35 feet are designed for saltwater, freshwater lakes, or river fishing. And Godfishing Marine's trained cell staff will help you select exactly what you need when it comes to power and accessories. Kingfisher's clean lines, classy choices stainless accents diamond plating stylish interiors and storage all out to the highest quality boat on the market today learn more at godfisher marine and dixon gfmarine.com or kingfisherboats.com
6: and now more california sportsmen
1: with Seth henderson hey we're back there's so much going on out there you know Striped bass, halibut going on, sturgeon is unbelievable. We'll be checking in live with Captain Steve Mitchell with hooked up sport fishing in just a moment. King salmon action when you can get out and not against all that dang wind out there. You've got some great salmon action going on and it too will only be getting better. Well, the Delta's probably got a little bit of breeze out there today, but it's nothing like it's been the last few days. Thank God, and I'm sure our captains enjoy getting out there into these kind of conditions. Let's go right now to Hooked Up Sport Fishings. Captain Steve Mitchell, climb on board and find out what's been going on with the sturgeon action in the Delta. Good morning, Captain. Hey, good morning, guys. Well, you said yesterday,
2: wide open. Tell our listeners what wide open means. Wide open means basically like nonstop action. It's just just happening like that right now, Seth. I mean... You couldn't ask for no better fishing right now. You know, I mean, every day that we're out, we basically can predict uh, what's going to happen around wind and everything. And uh, there's fish everywhere. The bite is just, I, I it's just really phenomenal right now. And uh, I guess anybody that wants to get out there and just try and really just rope some fish, oh man, it's happening
1: right now. Steve, double
2: digits you, every day.
1: How many bites an hour are you getting right now?
2: Uh, let's say, let's say we probably end up with maybe about maybe four or five bites, probably about four or five good bites, you know, in the beginning of the tide all the way up to about max current, and then it might taper off a little bit. But then as it's, we'll start getting them all over again, maybe about, you know, I don't know, man, <laughs> if the bites are so crazy, Steph, let's just put it this way the guys the guys if they if they could catch everything that bit oh man the numbers would be so crazy you guys would be trying to put a rush on us like putting the end to uh, what we're using right now yeah. out there because the bite is crazy yeah you're it's probably start,
1: crazy. you're probably starting to look forward to a swing and a miss every now and then just for the break in the action you know, yeah, yeah, like, like that. Like I've e- that. I've experienced bites like this. You know, many years ago, thirty, forty years ago, out by the mothball fleet. My brother and I caught about thirty-five or forty sturgeon in one day. Of course, none of them were over two and a half, three feet long. But we got into what is going on here. Apparently, we dropped into a nursery and just stacked them. But a lot of guys, when you drop in on those fish. They don't always take off. You don't always scare them away. If you do the right presentation, if you pull in, drift back into the area, set your anchor right, and I know that's exactly what you're doing, or you wouldn't be catching so many nice fish.
2: No, well, we're yeah, you're right about that. But what's actually happening is, uh, you know, the cures that we're using today and nowadays is just, it's just, I don't know, it's almost like uh, like cheating in a sense. Once we get those fish set up to the boat. I mean, it's like they don't go anywhere. They stay right there, you know? And once we got them, you know, uh, all around the boat, of course, the guy that's down from us or whatever, he may not even get them. You know, once they're on our scent trail, it's like no turning around. And then some of the ones that get past us, they'll turn around and come right back to it. And it's just like we hold them there for the whole time that we're there for the duration. And Man, it's game on the whole time. Well, I love it. You know what? Let me just say this to you, Seth. We've been predicting exactly what's going to happen every day. Every day. And I mean, from each tide, for about what time they're going to bite, how long they're going to be there biting and everything, until once it dies, uh, it kind of like dies up a little bit. And then we just end up moving to the next spot and we predict when that bite is.
1: That's nothing but the voice of experience. <laughs> that's nothing but the voice of experience. You've done it enough times. You know exactly what's going to happen. It makes it easy to predict. But you know, when you don't go out that often, you don't understand that pattern. I did the same kind of thing back at Flaming Gorge, day after day after day, and figured out a lot. And that's what you do every single day. You're out there chasing sturgeon. You figure it out. When you're right, you're right. When you're wrong, you know
2: it real quick, don't you? Well, that that's just like you just said. When you're right, you're right. When you're wrong, you're wrong. But right now, I guess we can't do nothing but right right now.
1: Well, I'm glad you're doing that. And the other thing you're doing right is I saw that great video you posted. I the big video of a catch and release, you know. so Big monster. What was it? About an 80, 90, maybe 100-pound catch and release. They were very careful with, wouldn't let it touch the side of the boat, let it go head first, and it never looked back, did it?
2: Never look back. And you know what? Except the way the fishing has been going here lately, I'm encouraging all my guys that, you know what I'm saying? I mean, one fish is is enough fish probably for six guys, especially some of these fish that we're catching right now. And I'm really trying to push it on everybody out there, you know, to catch and release. Because uh, our fishery, with the way we got bait, the bait that we're using right now and how we're out there doing it, I don't know, man, if we could really sustain, you know, for some years to come the way things are because uh, I think we figured out the science to this, and now it's like we kind of like roping them like like beyond measures. And I think right now everybody needs to really be paying attention to this catch and release thing and just taking what you really need and not just trying to be greedy so you can take a fish home just to go show it to somebody. You know what what they really
1: need to do? is take a picture home. Take some great pictures of it while you're on the boat with your friends around you because it's the memory you want. When you go home and hold up a four or five foot long sturgeon in front of your wife and say, I need to clean this on the kitchen sink. That's not quite as rewarding as showing off a photo of a fish you just caught and released. There's plenty Absolutely. of, there's plenty of meat and one sturgeon out there for an entire boatload of anglers. Get your ego out of the way. You don't need to carry one home. Make great photographs and great memories with your friends while you're out there. And let these prehistoric leviathans go back down there and produce. We don't need to take them every single day. And I'm sorry to take this super strong stance on this, but there are people making livings off of Chasing Sturgeon right now that want it to last forever forever. And those of you that are enjoying the sturgeon fishing want it to last forever. Let's not be the ones that damage the fishery and ruin the fishery because you know the department is going to step in one of these days and say, stop, or yeah. cut way yeah. back. And here we've already got the guides voluntarily talking customers into catch and release whenever possible. And I think it's fantastic. Only keep yeah. what you need, and let the rest to go back and fight, spawn, and breed again. Steve, give them Absolutely. all the hook. Steve, give them all the hookup information. They need to get out there and play a little catch and release for sturgeon with you on the water as soon as possible because it is good, folks.
2: It is good, and and one thing I want to ask: Seb, if you do come out with me, you're going to catch them. That's no doubt. But if you release it on my boat. You get a free trip. You get to come back without even have to pay your whole two hundred and fifty bucks again. You just come back for free just because you release that fish. That's the incentive that you get on the Top Gun with me. But yeah, guys, I can definitely be reached at seven zero seven six five five six seven three six, or you guys can find me on the web at uh, hookedupsportfishing dot com, or even even on Facebook at uh hookup sport fishing sf charters or on instagram as hookup sport fishing either way look me up let's do it you got it partner i appreciate it
1: you have a great day on the water and if you get a hookup you give us a shout back before the end of the show
2: I will, Sep. I'm excited about it. I'll let you know.
1: All right. Captain Steve Mitchell with Hooked Up Sport Fishing. Let's not waste any time. Let's go to, well, he's not in Bodega Bay. I happen to know he's hanging out someplace around Sebastopol right now. And let's hook up with the man himself from The Real Magic, Mr. Mike Ogney, joins us. Good morning, Mike. Hey,
7: good morning, Sep. How are you?
1: I'm doing great. What's been going on with the wind and access to the big salt water there? I
7: just want to throw, throw a bone out to uh, to Stephen. I've known Stephen for years and years. He's just such a... Upbeat guy, but you know that that sturgeon fishery, they truly do have it dialed in. And if we don't, if we don't start releasing the vast majority of those fish, it's going to be another fishery that we're going to lose. And uh, we got to continue on that road. So that said, just a big bone out to uh, Steve uh, for all that he's doing for the fishery, and and some other guides are are too. And then there's some others that are just taking them all, and that has to end.
1: Well, oh, one of these yeah, days, eight. one of these days, somebody's going to complain real vocally about that big boat out there that I won't say the name on that takes a lot of sturgeon off the water. But I'll hold off for a while.
7: Exactly, and that's and, and I do too. But but uh, we're going to lose it if we don't start releasing all of them. But anyways, off of Bodega Bay, we've had kind of a mix of weather this past week. We've had some rain, some wind, few fish being caught. Um, out in 40 to 50 fathoms off of uh, Elephant Rock and Bird Rock. So we're talking about uh, about a 10-mile run from from the harbor. We have some whales offshore and some really good upwelling. Water temps have uh, dropped down to 50, 51 uh, degrees. And I just looked at the SST here a bit ago, Seth. We have cold water that is stretching for literally almost 100 miles offshore. This upwelling is going to be really good for the entire uh, ecosystem and the food chain. And it's just, we're going to be seeing brown water and great conditions going through the uh, spring. The stage is just being set by Mother Nature for more great things to come. Currently, right now today, we have about a nine-foot swell and about 15 knots of wind. I'll be home. Here this morning.
1: I'll be at home. And
7: yeah, that's you know that's that's not really nice. But if you in the inner waters, if you were in a small boat and you wanted to throw a few crab pots in the outer bay, the first or second esteros or uh, Tomales Bay would be a real good bet. And I'm sure there's been a lot of guys. There's been a lot of guys fishing down for halibut in Tomales Bay. It's not our summer action yet, but there's a few fish being caught. But uh, you, you can have in my in my later. Uh, uh, segment here at the uh, at the top of the hour we go we'll talk about uh, san francisco bay and what's happening out the gate and half moon bay and everywhere else but we got we got good i got some great salmon information for that next segment by the way that's out good to date. hear
1: well let's get them out the real magic co- contact information as fast as we can here give them the hookup info so they can find out more about captain merlin colb and the real magic
7: yeah, come on out. you got to go fishing with Merlin. He's as much of a character as Stephen Mitchell is, and uh, maybe maybe even more so. It'd be kind of a head-to-head match there. But anyway, 707-875-BOAT. It's that simple. Come on out. Uh, we're looking forward to a great
1: summer of, of salmon fishing. Mike, thanks for hooking up with us. We'll talk to you again in about a half hour in our salmon segment in just a bit. Thanks, Seth. Thank you. Mike Ogney with the real magic out of Bodega Bay. And speaking of Bodega Bay, let's go live right now to Bodega Tackle. On the way to Bodega Bay and hook up with the owner there, Ken Brown. Good morning, Ken. Hey, Seth. How's it going? Outstanding. Hey, you heard what Mike Ogney had to say. What's going on over in Tomales Bay? Your customers all go over there, don't they?
6: Oh, yeah. They are doing a little bit of everything. Um they're doing a lot of clamming, and then now that um, we've had a pretty good stri- um, uh, uh, perch and striper bite going on, and like Mike mentioned, there's a little bit of halibut going on um, all the way in the back. There's had an algae bloom, so that kind of shut off the warmer, shallower water, but um, the customers can stay out a little bit of uh, that water, and then with the cool down that Mike had, that algae might be going away here pretty soon. So, uh, but then, um, the scores on salmon, I'm hearing pretty good salmon stuff. The one, the guys that get out are actually getting some fish, and I am hearing of some fish that are a little bit closer to shore. Um, but it doesn't seem, you know, with these swells getting big and everything, fishing close to shore can be a little dangerous.
1: Yeah, I can <laughs> see, I see four guys out there in a 12 foot Velco bobbing around like a water buoy out there. I don't think that's a good idea on some days. You know, Ken, everything is popping right now. you got to have guys coming in looking for everything from minnows to night crawlers to everything yep. available for saltwater. It's all starting to pop,
8: isn't it?
6: Yeah, it really is. Hey, talking about the live bait thing, I want to I want to, admit them to the customers so they understand. This is kind of for all the shops that sell live bait. With the gas prices real hard, everybody's trying real hard. But the guys that we get live bait for are fishermen and pay gas. And so their prices have gone up. And they're and they're and they're and they're not willing to go out. So everybody, bear with us. Everybody, you know, the other shops we're trying as best we can to get what we can when we can. But a lot of people are just not willing to go out and drag all day for like grass shrimp. So we're having a you know everybody's having a little tough time right now. But
1: well, it's not profitable for them to do it. It prices it outrageous for you to put it on the shelf for the retailer. It gets it even higher to the consumer. So things will get rolling as soon as the weather breaks down a little bit, and these guys
4: can get out and make it a little bit easier. And when it's perishable, if they don't sell it, it dies. Yeah, yeah, a lot of it, and it it dies right there at the tackle shop. Yeah, and that's just that's that's
1: Ken's money, just. Yeah, I don't think they give you a rebate on that, do they? <laughs> you
6: can't. can't oh, they again. don't. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, in most of the, I mean, I'm saying like nine ninety eight percent of the customers are fine. They understand, but just so everybody realizes what's going on and stuff. But we got some great sales here for the we got we got some plastics that are you know buy three get one free for the rockfish section, see, or season. See our season that's going on, and then we got our we got our salmon derby. Like last year, you know, giving away a stubborn reel and have it, um, $5 raffle, weighing as many fish as you want um, throughout the season, you know, highest fish at the end of the year. Uh, I think last year it was a 39.7 pound salmon. It was fully, it was dressed. uh, So obviously a fish probably, you know, in the low 40s somewhere when it was before it was dressed. So that was the winner last year. So
1: that's a big, anybody can win. All you have to do is stop by, check your fish in. You buy the ticket ahead of time, or you do buy it after if you catch a big
9: one?
6: No, you got to buy it before, no showing up with the fish and being like, hey, I want to sign up. It's only, five, <laughs> it's only $5, and, there's, and you got to clean. you got to gut it there. I can't. My landlord probably don't want a bunch of people cleaning salmon out in the parking lot, so we've we, we, we got to clean them down there I and bring them up.
4: And every cat
1: in the neighborhood over there. Oh. though. <laughs> exactly oh, yeah as if there's not enough around the tackle shop as right. it is all right well yep. what a great opportunity folks get on up to the bodega bay area lots of stuff going on you heard it the surf perch action tamales halibut there's crabbing there's gonna be there's you can go out there and get clamming right now too There's so many things you can do, and if you're planning on the trip up that way, make sure you stop by. Whether you're going fishing or not, stop by Bodega Tackle, check it all out, so the next time you're going through, you'll be able to pick up exactly what you need for the trip you're planning.
4: It'd be a lot more fun to tell them they could go over to Marine Unlimited and clean their salmon in his parking lot. Brant would love me for that. Yeah, yeah, they'd probably all enjoy that. (laughs) Ken, thank you so much for uh, being with us this
1: morning, and real quick, tell them the address and the phone number for Bodega Tackle.
6: It's 884 Bodega Avenue, Suite 3, phone number 707-559-3239. And stop on anytime you guys want any information. Just give us a call or just stop on in, and we'll more than happy chat with you.
1: Owner Owner Ken Brown at Bodega Tackle, right on the way to Bodega Bay. Don't miss a stop. When you can stop there, do it. Thanks for hooking up with us, Ken. We'll talk to you again real soon. All right, thanks, guys. All right, take care. Lots going on. We better take a break and come back to RVs and Destinations right after this. Then we're going to the Delta with Jeff Suhu chasing stripers. I'll bet he's already got some on.
8: Northern California's newest tackle shop, Bodega Tackle, is located in Petaluma, right on the way to Bodega Bay. Bodega Tackle, a one-stop shop, features high-quality live and frozen tray baits, plus a full selection of tackle for bay and ocean fishing, as well as tackle for freshwater species. Owner Ken Brown and his experienced staff are on hand and ready to help anglers get rigged up. Need fresh line? Bring in reels for a new line at the Berkeley Line Winding Station. Check them out on Facebook, Instagram, and at bodegatackle.com. Bodega Tackle, open seven days a week. Stop by and you'll catch more fish.
5: France is the leader of marine electronics their new HDS Live Series with Active Imaging and GPS Mapping products are cutting edge technology and light years ahead of the competition. Lowrance offers a comprehensive range of products for your every need. From entry level fish locators to the most sophisticated marine electronics on the market today, they're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive advantage service program. The new Live Series with Active Imaging and 3-in-1 sonar combines Lowrance Chirp with side scan and down scan imaging, allowing anglers to quickly search fish holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lowrance products provide Sportsman with the ultimate and high performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow, and deep water performance. Lowrance has it all. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lorance.com. Lowrance is the perfect locator for you. Brad's sight, scent, and vibrations. That's what makes Brad's super baits and cut plugs killers for salmon, trout, and kokanee. And here's a tip. If you haven't tried the kokanee and mini-cut plugs for midday salmon, large trout, or landlocked kings, you're absolutely missing out on the action. Brad's Killer Fish is the truest running J-plug on the market. Just ask the NorCal guides. It's quickly becoming the go-to plug for solid hookups. Check Brad's out at your favorite tackle retailer or at Brad's Killer Fishing Gear on Facebook or Instagram. Committed to excellence, Brad's Killer Fishing Gear makes products for the avid fisherman and beginner alike, and all products are fisherman-tested and fish-approved. It's time awards, Bantica Trailer and Motorhome has become one of Northern California's highest volume RV dealers. And now here's Sepp with another great reason to be outdoors and RVing.
1: Hi, today I'd like to share five things that make RVing easier. Some of the things you may never have thought about putting into your RV. Well, I'll tell you what, if you do, you're going to find a whole lot easier. Experience will cause you to change, but if you change before you head out, you'll be set to go. Number one, an electric tea kettle boils water fast, faster and less expensive than that hot water heater and propane that you're going to have to be running. If you're cooking meals and you don't need much hot water, your electric tea kettle is the way to go and they heat it up in less than a minute. Auxiliary seating, number two here, use anywhere, chair, stool or a small ice chest. You know, if you take along a chair, it takes up space. You take along an ice chest, it takes up space, but they can sit on the ice chest, and you can have two purposes to it. It can also be taking care of cold drinks or things that need to be cold. Extra seating, not only in the campsite, but in the RV. Think about a little small ice chest instead of a big chair or something that might get in your way. You know, walkie-talkies are item number three. You might think walkie-talkies are a thing of the past with cell phones now, but not so. How many campgrounds have you arrived at in your life where there's no cell coverage and they don't work at all? You can't communicate with the kids, can't keep track of the wife, and you can't talk about things as you're backing into tight spaces. Well, those little family channel walkie-talkies will take care of that. They'll keep track of the kids without a phone, and it helps when you back into RV spaces or gas stations or any tight place. Number four, an Instapot. It'll cook anything. It'll cook potatoes, eggs, rice, sauté, chili, soups. It's a slow cooker. You don't have to crank on stuff. You don't have to heat up everything inside the truck, inside your RV with the stove going, the oven going and everything. Keep it simple. But here's another little tip. Take along a small electric fry pan or a big one if you've got a big group with you and do some of that cooking outside so you don't smell up the inside. You don't want your RV to smell like bacon for two months, do you? Cook your bacon outside, use that electric fry pan, and they all the newer RVs have plugs on the outside, too. And item number five, water filtration. One of the most important, in my opinion. There are varying water quality and sources at RV parks across the United States. Strange colors and strange smells has been some of the things that I've come across. You can install a reverse osmosis unit. It's called an RO system for your drinking water supply. Simple and easier and safe. Or you can simply get one of those inline water filters that connects to your hose or connects to the side of your RV and purifies the water coming into your system. And remember, there's a lot of different water qualities out there, and it's your family. Make sure they're drinking good, clean water And I'll tell you what, folks, get out there with these items. You're going to find you're having a better trip, a better time, and enjoying the great outdoors
5: further manteca trailer and motorhome catering to sportsmen around the west we're
6: not the biggest we're the nicest the bob davis people at manteca trailer and motorhome Man-tica. and now more california sportsmen with Seth hendrickson
8: well
1: you know you've heard a lot of bites that are great right now the striper bites on the sturgeon bites on the salmon will bite when everything <clears> comes <throat> down
9: yes sir You just you
4: always forget them, don't you? Who's that? The little green fish. That bite's pretty good, too. Bass. You always forget them. You don't ever throw them in. Isn't that show over? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Never mind. Go ahead. I think it probably is. Go Go ahead. We're going to the Delta to talk about the wrong species. No, we're going to talk about the species that eat small bass. We're talking
1: striper bass right now. We're hooking up with Jeff Suhu of Suhu Sport Fishing. Good morning, Captain.
10: Good morning. How you guys doing?
1: Uh, we're doing great, but I know you're doing better than great. Tell our listeners about your day of fishing. You were so
10: excited about sharing with me yesterday. Oh, wow. Yesterday was fantastic. Uh, the whole week's been fantastic. Since last Saturday, we relocated back to the San Joaquin River from the, the sack since the water got dirty, and we located some fish upriver, and it's been, it's been game on. It's been, you know, as fast as we can get the baits down. I kid you not. You have to be there to see it, to believe it um you know i had uh i had three rods out we'll have two rods hooked up we have four rods out we'll have three to four rods hooked up it's that fast right now
1: that that means it's almost time for a captain and a deckhand on boat just to keep up with what's going on
10: oh yeah my little deckhand my my son's sick at home right now so he can't come out and help me but uh we'll, we'll manage we'll manage today today and tomorrow <laughs> well, what
1: what are your expectations? How many bites an hour do you think you'll get once you get into them?
10: Yesterday we had a solo charter. Okay, one guy, one guy that booked me to learn how to catch fish, and he has a boat in the harbor. By nine thirty, he had thirty four fish. He counted, and he he waved the flag. He said, "Jeff, my arm is my left arm is sore. <laughs> I I just I've just had enough." He goes, "This is beyond my expectations." He goes, "I cannot believe it." You know the size of the fish, and the and you know they're not these are not shaker size fish that you're catching. You know these are, you know we're getting some few shakers in there, but mainly keepers. The greatest fish, the last few days have been have been pretty darn good. You know what's a lot a, of double digit fish.
1: What's a typical size you're getting into?
10: The last few days we began like six to eight pound fish.
1: Oh, that's a nice size fish. It's a handful on the other end because a six to eight pound striper will kick your butt like about a twelve pound trout, <laughs> folks. You hey know. Jeff,
4: how far up the San Joaquin are you going?
10: Uh, we 're fishing all the way up to the Hilton, you know okay. we 're just looking you know we you, some days we don't have to make it that far uh, the water's a lot cleaner up there, of course, with this big tide the last few days um, the water you know there's a lot of debris out there and, and folks out there be careful there 's a lot of big chunks of wood a lot of a lot of thick small chunks, and there 's a lot of big pieces of trees out there, so be careful if you guys head out, especially in low light conditions
1: well captain what's your favorite technique out there? What seems to be the most productive right now?
10: You, you know what I do? What I really love to do? What I mainly do is drift the live bait. I love drifting live bait and spooning. Um, as stacked as they are, they are not eating the spoon for whatever reason. You know, we're getting a few bites on the spoon, but we cannot get them to bounce on it, uh, jump on it every drop. Uh, but as soon as you get that live bait down there, yeah, it's 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 pretty pretty instant right now.
1: Yeah, I'd be eating a big expensive meal too if I were them. <laughs> I, I hate to ask this or even say it on the air, but let's find out how much a jumbo minnow is going for
10: today. Oh wow, jumbo minnows are what twenty-seven bucks a dozen. So with taxes, you're about thirty bucks out the door. I think I'd, for, I think I, dozen. I think I'd
1: bounce that jig really hard and really fast <laughs> and really active. To be honest with you, and yeah. you
10: say fish trap. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what? It's funny because a lot of the guys that are fishing shallow, they're up. You know, Kent, uh, they're up. Uh, up throwing the throwing the glide baits and the swim baits down here they're yeah. they're not they're just not a lot of fish up for whatever reason hmm. they're not there's not a lot of bites for these guys I've been talking to the bass guys and that are fishing strikers right now and there's just not 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 a whole lot going on for them
1: not yeah. out west at least well I'm just thrilled you got such a great bite going out there and it sounds like it's going all over we had a full moon I believe last weekend which is or the weekend before which means we got a diminishing moon going on right now. Wait for this next full moon. Every fish that's left in the I didn't delta. Think is, you are up that late? They're heading north, the baby. <laughs> what do you check when you get up to pee? No, I've, <laughs> all six times. No, I actually just simply look at the the chart. Oh, I, I got for you. that day, folks. Striper fishing can't get any better, and if you want to go out with a class act and have a great day on the water in a beautiful boat, get a hold of Captain Jeff Suhu with Suhu Sport Fishing in the Delta, and you'll have some fun. Jeff, give them all the hookup info they need.
10: All right. You can look me up at suhusportfishing.com or follow us on Facebook and Instagram at suhusportfishing.com. You can see our reports and uh, our daily reports of what we're doing every day. And give them that phone number, too. 925 899 4045 give us a call folks get
1: out there and spank him jeff and if you get a good bite going right. on you give us a shout back before the end of the we show will. let Thank us know. you know all right thanks all much right. he's gonna have a great day on the water out there and speaking of that hey do you have that music intro you probably don't we played it for alan his little music look for it real quick because i want to bring up alan fong think you can find it just give me a hand sign not the hand sign i was looking for one minute Mr. Brown. You want me to sing something? Can you do Star Spangled <laughs> Banner before we <laughs> no. kick this off? No, I have a singer
4: on payroll set. <laughs>
1: yeah, let's 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 kick this out right now. Joining us right now is the man himself, the rod father, Mr. Oh it, it, hit it.
2: Fishing it's fine, but hooking is the only way. We're gonna show you how to catch some fish today.
1: Our control room guys are absolute geniuses and coming back right so now to Mr. Alan Fong too right now. Good morning, Alan. How are you doing today? Morning. How you guys doing? Hey, if we got any better, we wouldn't know what to do hey, next. Where are you? I thought you were coming in every week
2: now.
4: <laughs> I couldn't get up. <laughs>
11: Well, Alan, you guys start too damn early. That's earlier than I go fishing.
1: It is. You can show up. You're, you're the rod father. You can show up whenever you want to around here. A
4: little later in the year, I start passing all the guys that are going fishing in the mornings, but I, this, For some reason, I'm not passing many boats right now. I had a boat behind me this (laughs) morning.
1: He was heading from Vacaville, obviously going to the Delta, because he did not turn. If I had a boat behind
4: me, I wouldn't have shown up this morning.
1: (laughs) Well, Alan, uh, once again, I got sucked into your YouTube channel again and watched Alan Fong Outdoors with a great presentation you did, uh, talking about the bite that's going on. Tell our listeners what you're hearing about the Striper River fishing up and down our system.
11: Um, they're everywhere. Um, you know, I, one of the my cashiers at the store has been going every evening and catching the limits. You know, she and she likes eating them, but last couple of times she let them all go because she's got catching so many. But they're catching a ton of them, and the reason those fish went over to the uh, San Joaquin side is they're doing smoke plants, and they're doing a bunch of them this coming
1: week. So that side is going to be on fire worse than it is right now. Well, that's all it takes to really get things cranked up, that's for sure. Alan, typical size of fish, what are you hearing? I know a lot of guys are catching some small ones from shore. Are they getting some big ones too? And what size is available oh, yeah. out there?
11: Yeah, they're catching a lot of them from 22 inches up to about 10 pounds. Um, uh, my cashier, um, she caught one 32 inches the other day and a 28 and let him go. But they're catching some nice fish. The females are starting to show up in the system. Um, We were out there Monday um, doing one, and we caught quite a few in that eight-pound range. No giants, but we caught some. But there is some big fish being caught.
1: Well, I hope they're being caught, and I hope they're being released so they can get up there and drop their eggs in exactly the right place. It seems to me that the action is great from all the way up, even above Calusa, all the way down and guys on shore are catching them guys in boats are catching them. just about every technique is working right now isn't it
11: yes because there's so many fish in the system and i think this kind of weather we're having delays the spawn because if it stayed warm they would have been up they would have went upstream the they would have did their thing and then they get the hell out of here but when you have goofy weather like we're having it puts things off and it leaves them more in our system more time to catch them. So. You know, it's actually good for the anglers, and there's a lot of fish in the system right now.
1: Well, you know what's going to happen with the next full moon. Everybody's going to go ape. There's going to be little males sliding across the surface, changing the color of water everywhere up there. It's, it's just the way it happens every year. They go up, they do their spawn, then they turn around and they come back, and what do they do? They put on the feed bag out in the delta and just start loading up so your bite continues out there, too. Well,
11: because a week ago there was a lot of males in the system, and you put them in a boat and they milk all over. Right. This last week, you put them in a boat and no milking. Yeah. Oh, so, you know they're going backwards, so that that's
1: good for the anglers because they're going to hang around a lot longer. Longer season available to them. You know, something that started early this year, and I caught it in your uh, YouTube report that you posted this week. Also, is the shad fishing has started early and it's going strong.
11: Yeah, they're catching a lot of them. And we're selling the heck out of this stuff and. You know, these guys are catching a lot of um, small males right now, and uh, they're plentiful. But the best areas have been the confluences of the American and the Feather River. But there's a lot of them in the system.
1: Well, those big females will be coming in. They'll be two and a half, four and a half, even, even larger. And they're a great handful. Oh, yeah. They're like, you know, we used to call them the freshwater tarpon out here. A lot of fun, a lot of shouting and yelling when you get one on, that's for sure.
11: Yeah, they're they're fighty, and they're actually good table fare if you smoke them.
1: A lot of bones, but they taste good. I'm here. I'm hearing the guys that smoke them for long periods of time. Those bones just break down in them, and you hardly even know they're there. But you know, there's no bones in a halibut fillet if you do it right. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) in any
4: fillet if you do it right. But you don't know, but it's
11: the flavor.
4: Oh, yeah. You keep telling me that, Alan. Well,
1: Alan, your YouTube channel always highlights some of the best fishing opportunities and uh,
4: where you've been. Where are you going next?
1: He's going um, to Bucks
4: I'm Outboards thinking, yeah. today, Sep. That's where he's going. He's going to Bucks Outboards. You can actually meet Alan and hang out with him there today.
11: Yeah, you know what? I'm going to probably end up
4: having to cook.
9: Well, I
11: marinated a whole bunch of strippers for everybody, so. You're gonna have Thai style uh, marinating and and cooking, and I'm gonna
1: do some my style. So you want to try? Come on out. Little video, are you? Alan's gonna be cooking and shooting video. You can bet on it.
11: (laughs) I don't know about that. So, but it's gonna be a fun little deal out there, and you know, we're gonna do seminars. I don't even know what I'm doing it on yet.
1: Well, Lenny Le is going to join us here shortly. He'll tell us all about it. But it, today is the day of the Big Bucks Outboard. Seminar speakers, annual open house, the fish and stuff, swap meet, fish fry, all kinds of stuff going on. You don't want to miss it. Goat this. roping. There'll be a lot going it's, on there. It's all yeah. going on. Lion, people <laughs> showing their hands that I caught a 10-pounder. It was this long.
4: Yeah. I like going because yeah. like all the old-timers tell me that Alan's not that good. <laughs> <laughs> I like the guys that are That's saying. That's
11: right. Wait till they eat my fish.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they see this old white-haired guy walking around out there saying, say, where's Alan Ford?
12: Where's Alan, where's
13: yeah, Alan I know. I know.
1: Now, it's like Alan... a light on the top of my head. Yeah, so at least you got a light. i got a reflection screen, so don't even worry about it. <laughs> Folks, if you haven't had an opportunity yet, please get over to Alan Fong Outdoors on YouTube. And when you get over there, hit the subscribe button. It's absolutely free. It just pops up on your screen in your subscribe section on YouTube. You can check it out every single week. Usually got at least one, sometimes two a week, don't you?
11: No, it's always two a week. I do reports (laughs) on Wednesday and videos on Monday. Well, let's get another. It's like another, a job. Let's
1: get, yeah, <laughs> I'm well aware of that. Just like this right here. Alan, you do a great job on it. And it's what's cool is watching your numbers go up. I started with you. You were about 800, I think, and you're over 3000 already on that. And we're going to help you make it a bigger number as fast as we can.
11: It's climbing
1: fast. Well, when you got great information, solid stuff, you're showing us how to do it and you show us how you succeeded catching fish. It makes it a lot easier. Folks, this is a great learning tool. Sign up for it now. Subscribe to it. It's absolutely free. The YouTube channel is Alan Fong Outdoors. You won't be disappointed. Alan, we appreciate you joining us every week, and we appreciate it when you head right. into the studio, too. Thanks for hooking up with us. We always enjoy I'll your input.
11: I'll try to come in once a month. How about that?
1: Sounds good to me. I'll hold you to it. <laughs> All right. All right, partner. You have a good one. Thanks for sharing with us today. We always appreciate right, you joining you us. What a great guy. A lot of information
4: in that, man. Yeah, push that button, Ken. We can get him in here for once a month and maybe get him trained. We take a weekend off. Oh, <laughs> Both we'll to, of us. We'll have to
9: be working he on that. He can
1: talk bass way better than you can. <laughs> Quick break right now. When we come back, it's Mike Ogney and USAFishing.com, the fastest talker in the West, right after this.
0: Give him a call at 916-417-5670 and book a trip now. Or check him out on the web at righthooksportfishing.com. Since
8: 1952, Scotty has been recognized for product excellence, and their entire line of downriggers and accessories is unmatched in performance and dependability. With full-size and compact models available for both freshwater and saltwater, Scotty has downrigger for every on-the-water need. Scotty Downriggers, isn't it time you joined the Scotty team?
14: Whether trolling for your favorite game fish or searching the depths for your next trophy catch, Daiwa has the perfect reel. See the entire lineup from Daiwa at all Fisherman's Warehouse mega stores in Sacramento, Manteca and Fairfield.
5: There's a new ghost in There's a new ghost in Ghost Bait and Tackle at 2550 West El Camino Avenue in Sacramento, owned and operated by Cedric Ghostin. Ghost Bait and Tackle supplies anglers with all the fresh water, warm water, and saltwater tackle and accessories for a great day on the water. Rods, reels, live and frozen baits, swim baits, jigs, live. Hooks, lures, spinners, terminal tackle, and a whole lot more. Located between I-5 and I-80 at 2550 West El Camino Avenue, Ghost B&T opens at 5 a.m. seven days a week with easy on-off freeway access to save your valuable fishing time. Catch the fishing spirit with Ghost Bait and Tackle. 916-692-8520. France is the leader in marine electronics,
13: design, and manufacturing.
5: And their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lowrance.com. Lorance, is the
13: perfect locator for you. Now, Now, here's USAFishing.com's Mike Ogney with our Saltwater Bay and Coastal Report.
1: Good morning, Mr. Ogney. Hey, good
9: morning, guys.
1: According to my chart, you've got about 37 seconds, but I'll give you more than that.
7: No no problem. I can even give a shout out to, to Kent and fit that in in 37 seconds. Good morning kent hi michael there's a reason yeah there's a reason i don't come in the studio once a month and it's exactly that reason I, I, alan and i would just be Shanghai, and you guys be out playing and we'd be out doing your radio show but yeah, anyways, sounds
15: good yeah that's
7: all I <laughs> off of the off the sonoma coast we've had you know we've had mixed weather coastwide over the past week with these little rainstorms coming through we've had a mix of South wind and northwest wind falling behind it. We've got a bit of a northwest swell running uh, this morning along the entire coast. We're seeing a 9-foot swell with a longer uh, period behind it. It was anywhere from 10 to 15 knots of uh, wind. So not really great conditions, but there is biomass of salmon up and down the entire coast. We've been, uh, on the days that we can get out, we're, we're, boats are seeing up to a fish per rod off of Bodega Bay. Out the Golden Gate, the main vein has been way down at the Deep Reef, which is off of uh, Pillar Point uh, or, or Half Moon Bay. So the boats that have been posting the big scores, you know, getting like 15, 20 limits of fish, they've been at the uh, Deep Reef on the days that the weather cooperates. But the good news this week, up is that uh, there's been f- f- quite a few fish caught up off of uh, Duxbury. So we're seeing uh, f- fish per rod to a fish and a half off of Duxbury. Limit action down on the deep reef. So there, there's fish up and down the entire coast. But we really haven't even checked things out. No one's been out to the Fairland Islands. No one's been out to Point Reyes. So all these places still need to be checked. The good news is, is that we're seeing fish coastwide. And when Mother Nature starts playing a little bit easier on us here in the coming weeks and we roll into a summer and we have good weather, I think we're going to see some really great fishing. So Come on out, do some salmon fishing, jump on with your favorite boat. It going to be a good season. And the fish are huge. For this time of, of year, we're seeing an, an honest, you know, 8 to 10-pound average, lots of fish in the mid-teens. There was a 23-pounder caught on the salty lady out of Sausalito the other day. So yeah. we're starting to see some really good quality. And, if you, you, you know, look at all the Facebook pictures that these uh, different captains are posting up. They're fat. Big, fat, healthy fish. It shows you what great condition that the uh, that the food chain is in along the coast. And all these salmon that we're trucking to the coast right now are going to see some really good growing conditions. That bodes well for seasons to come.
1: Well, let's give another shameless plug for Real Magic out of Bodega Bay. You're the co-owner of that boat. Give I'm
7: going to do that. I'm going to and one other real quick shameless plug to my buddy. Ron White, he's up on Mount Tam right now, and he gave me a, a little weather report. But the uh, real magic, we got room on the books for the our peak season July. Lots of room in August. And that number is 707-875-BOAT.
1: Yeah, we keep it simple because we're fishermen. 875-BOAT, exactly. folks. If you want to get on board the real magic, book your trip now because when it gets wide open, great salmon action, you're not going to have that opportunity. Mike, thanks for hooking up with us, bud. We appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Hey, roll it. Almost made it. Eh, Maryland. I saved six of the seven minutes that I was over. You know how it works. We've got another show right around the corner here in just a minute for you, and it is stacked with guys. We're taking you halibut fishing San Francisco Bay. We're taking you striper fishing near Calusa, then to Bucks Outboard, and then back up to the hey, river striper, Jason. Stick around we'll for back. more fishing, hunting, and outdoor action in
10: the second hour of the award-winning
14: Fisherman's Warehouse and Lorance Electronics providing sportsmen with the ultimate high performance fish finding features and the best possible pricing. Check out the new Lowrance Live and the full line of Lowrance products at your favorite Fisherman's Warehouse location.
0: Check them out on the web at quailpoint.com. Now, here's owner David Martin. Good morning,
6: sportsmen. Quail Point will be hosting the 2022 California State Sporting Clay and Feet Task Championship Wednesday, April 27th through Sunday, May 1st. We will have 300 competitors shooting over 175,000 targets over five days competing for the state title. We are looking for a few more trappers each day. You can earn $150 per day towards day shoots or your bird card for next season if you're available to help out. Trapping consists of welcoming groups to the station, showing view pairs by pushing wireless transmitters, then pulling targets and writing down their score on the scorecards. It's very easy and you get to see some of the best shooters in the state competing. If you're interested in helping us out, give us a call or text us at 530-735-6217 to get involved at the 2022 California State Championship.
14: If you spend more time telling the one that got away stories instead of showing off giant fish pictures, get to Fisherman's Warehouse and grab some Gamakatsu hooks. Gamakatsu has hundreds of hooks for every technique, and Fisherman's Warehouse has the full selection. Change to the world's sharpest hooks from Gamakatsu, improve your fish catching, and end the lost fish stories. Fisherman's Warehouse in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield all carry a full selection of Gamakatsu hooks for every fishing application. Stop in today or shop online at fishermanswarehouse.com.
0: The Northern California coast is ground zero for Ocean King salmon fishing, and the flagship of the Eureka fleet is the vessel Shellback, owned and operated by professional angler and veteran captain Tony Sepulveda of Greenwater Fishing Adventures. On the doorstep of the best salmon fishing on the planet, usually fishing within three miles of the harbor. The entire area is the home of the state's largest Pacific Halibut, too. Experience the best. Greenwater Fishing Adventures, the North Coast's most successful. Ex- sighting guide service offering great ocean action plus river trips for freshwater salmon, steelhead, and stripers, too. Check out eurekafishing.net or call Tony Sepulveda now at 707 845 9588.
1: And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. Hey, we're back, and we've got a lot for you. We're going to kick it off here in a second. We're going halibut fishing. We're going striper fishing. Senior Tuna's got some great info on heavy-duty rigs for your bluefin tuna fishing if you're going for the big dogs. Lenny LaPenta going to tell you about the big Bucks Outboard open house. Tim Boggs from Elkhorn Bait and Tackle. He's got bait for everything you need right now. He'll tell you all about it. Justin Leonard at Outcast Guide Service is up fishing the big guide striper derby, the Northern California Guides and Sportsmen's Association. He'll tell us all about the action there. Dave Hurley, the editor of Western Outdoor News, joins us. And there's more, lots more. Let's waste no time at all. Let's go to San Francisco Bay and climb on board with right hook sport fishings, Captain Jay Lopes. Good morning, Captain. Good morning. Good morning,
16: Steph. Good tell, morning. Tell us about it. How good is it, Jay? Uh, it's pretty good. Uh, we are. Uh, I, just can, I can. can hear.
1: The, I can hear the smile on your face when you said that.
16: Oh, I know. I, I definitely a little excited here, but uh, but uh, we're we're having some really really solid fishing for springtime trolling action, and this is right up our alley. A lot of fish in the bay, and we love trolling, so uh, we've had. Been having actually pretty darn good luck every day. So, well, you, um, we're just uh, you,
1: you and a couple other guides pioneered this early season trolling stuff years ago. I remember you were calling me up, Get me Dodgers, get me little Dodgers, greens and blues and whatever. Tell our listeners exactly what you lay out there because there's a lot of guys that want to get out halibut fishing right now, but no live bait, and then they're kind of lost.
16: Yeah, no, it's pretty easy actually. You don't even really need bait. Um, some guys are using lures or hoochies, but. We're using tray bait. We're using tray anchovies, tray herring, if you could find it. Um, you have to bring a lot of bait. There are a lot of shorts. So we're going through some days, six, eight trays, sometimes even more. Um, but bring some bait with you. It's always the best way to go. And then we're using uh, two techniques. We're using some with flash and some without flash. So your dodgers, your, your spinning cone zones and stuff like that, I'm considering flash. And then we're also running and which what a majority of the guys are running is just a basically a live bait rig just bumped up a little bit uh five six foot leader, seven foot leader a treble hook in the back so you want to use a decent size treble um about a size one is about a good size and a two watt nose hook 40 40 pound leader um you don't need to be skimpy oh we're hooked up oh thought we might have had a buy. Heard a clicker <laughs> um and then uh use a three-way swivel and about a you know 10 15 inch dropper and put a pound of weight on 10 ounces, 20 ounces, depending on how deep you are and just drag them around about two and a half miles an hour and hold on. Do you want them ticking the bottom
1: or do you want it up off the bottom the whole time?
16: Well, you want it, uh, not dragging. So anytime anyone you know, gets successful at halibut fishing, whether you're drilling or drifting, you just want a nice, even bounce. Um, no, no heavy drag. So if you have too much line out, your rod tip's going to be moving a lot. That means you got too much line out your bait's dragging in the mud. You want to just, tap in the bottom the you know the areas we're fishing like right now we're literally right in front of the berkeley marina it's the berkeley flats it's pretty consistent depth so once you have it set you should be fine and but just a nice even tap and then when that fish comes and grabs it these fish are ambush feeders you know that's why trolling works so well and we need the cleaner water but uh if your bait's elevated just a little bit off the bottom they'll see it jump up grab it and pull away with it it's always exciting when one picks up the bait
4: oh it really is and it allows it, anybody to get out there and troll for it. funny fuel prices went up and they found fish right in front of the berkeley marina that's amazing how, <laughs> that's how happens. that happens
1: <laughs> you know what, yeah, what's even more outstanding is now mr lopes or captain lopes has we're the, on.
16: We're on. We're on. Uh,
1: yeah go ahead i mean he's got a hookup and i talked to james earlier and james said you really have the advantage being able to work those shallower waters too
16: yeah, no, with our quiet motors or um our outboards so we could get in like we were having luck yesterday and the trip before in four feet of water. So some of these uh party boats they get in there, they don't these just spook the fish, right? four feet of water, you're just moving too much water. Well with us we're going there kinda of stealth and we could keep the fish following us and just like any other type of trolling, um when we get bit, we like to make turns because these fish are actually following the spread. So if you've got a, you know, decent spread out, like we got eight rods, we're always making turns that like we just hooked the shaker and I'm going to make a turn and hopefully something bites on the inside of the turn or the outside of the turn because they're, like say, they're just following the base and waiting for something erratic to change. There you go. L- well. well,
1: those turns will make it a little action different too. Different action and vibration back there as it moves through the yep. water, slow down, speed up and drop a little bit in depth. It all has an impact yep. on hookups. Well, Jay, I know you're busy. Give them I'm all up the hook. Them give them all the hookup info they need, real quick.
16: All right, yeah. Give us a call. Area code nine one six four one seven five six seven zero. Reach us on the web and check out the Facebook. We're on the hook again here. Um, but yeah, action's hot, guys. Get on your favorite boat, and we would love to get you out to good fish right there. I, mean, I I got to let you down here to gaff this fish here, Sepp.
1: Handle it, my friend. Congratulations. <laughs> I will talk to you later. Captain Jay Lopes with Right Hooks Board Fishing. Hooking up. That's two fish while we talk to him.
4: I bet <laughs> That's we gotta... a customer going, Sepp, you got to go. He's yeah, going to gaff this fish for me. Hang up the damn phone. I paid for this trip. You're
1: damn right you did, buddy. Get Sep out of the way. That's right. Hey, let's head up river right now. Let's head to Calusa, and let's check in on this striper action with one of the best in the West. Did I just disconnect him? Get him back again
4: then pretty please. They've got a big they've got a big striper derby going hey, on up I there, got, don't they? I got up? him there right. There we go, gotcha.
1: I got you loud and clear now. It's amazing how good I am after twenty six years of pushing buttons in here. We're hooked up right now with Captain Tony Zapulvedo with Green Water Fishing. He's chasing stripers up on the Calusa River. Calusa River. Up on the river outside of Calusa. What's it been like for you up there, Captain? It's been good,
15: steady action here the last few days. Nothing crazy, nothing wide open. We're not catching 50 or 60 fish a day kind of stuff. But, uh, but yeah, just good solid fishing. Uh, rain brought the river up a little bit, gave it a little bit of color. I think it's going to, over the long term here, it's going to breathe some life into this season, uh, give it a little longevity. The way things were going, it was looking like it was going to be over fast. But uh, this rain's kind of kind of shuffled the deck, got fish scattered out through the whole system. I know guys are catching them all the way down at night's nice landing. Guys are catching them up above Calusa. We're kind of in between right now and uh, picking away. Just and getting going here this morning, and some they're catching
1: tons of them in the delta. There's a lot more fish coming your way. I they're, got a feeling they're
15: coming. Exactly. Yep. Tony, and, what seems
1: to, what seems to be your top offering right now?
15: Oh, we're drifting minnows. That's my go-to. Uh, when the water gets high, we'll pull. We'll run some plugs too. But. Uh, but uh, it's really been a couple of years since I've done much of that here. Uh, so minnows are the go-to. Well,
1: this is a busy day up there. The Northern California Guides and Sportsmen's Association has got their fundraising striper derby going on. What kind of traffic's on the water out there this morning?
15: It's uh, it's a little busy this morning, yeah. It's uh, it's derby day, and uh definitely feels like derby day around here. running all over the place. Uh, that, right. was,
1: that was my next question. How's the etiquette holding up on uh, racing over active fishing areas?
15: I've already seen some poor etiquette this morning, if you can believe it. <laughs> no,
1: I, it's hard to believe that someone might. It's do that. hard to
15: believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I've, I've I've seen a couple examples of poor etiquette already this morning, and I think I'll probably see a little more before the day's yeah. over.
1: Yeah, if your name is Richard out there, you might want to pay attention to what guys are doing <laughs> before you go racing upriver on the path that you have chosen because you uh, if you stop like many people do and take a look at it you'll find there's a dance going on here in the water uh, and they drift down on one side and then they power over very slowly and quietly to the other side and go back up so they can start that drift again they don't really appreciate you blasting over the holes that are holding the fish so pay atten- the, pay the other atten- thing I would the other thing I would add to that is when you see congestion
15: It doesn't hurt to slow down.
1: (laughs) It's not a slalom course. Trim down for what? But if you bounce (laughs) off the boat, you'll continue going straight.
15: Yeah, 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 exactly. I I guess that's the the theory at play.
1: Well, let's just keep in mind, we're all professionals, of course. And we were never amateurs or rookies or first-timers. And there's a lot of people (laughs) that don't know how the etiquette on water when you're fishing it. And sometimes it's hard to figure out because you got one guy that's thinking all the fish are over here on one side and the other guy saying, no, they're all over here. So it can be confusing, but be courteous when you're out there. Slow down, putt next to people. Don't go blasting by them and waking them, especially when they got clients on board or family or kids on board. Be careful out there. Tony, you've got some great action for a few weeks. How much longer are you going to stay at it? And what are you going to be doing after this? I'm down here till May
15: 7th and then we're going to kick off our show up in Eureka May 10th. Uh, salmon season opens uh, May 1st up there. So we'll come home to some, hopefully some good salmon fishing. And it sounds like there's a lot of sign up there already. Uh, Uh, I know there's been some, some incidental fish caught here and there. And uh, so I think it's going to be real good.
4: You know, know, set my partner on day two up at Clear Lake at the one bass open told me that he uh He actually listens to both shows every week, but he said that he booked a trip with Tony because of the show a guy named Chris White Tony, but he said he booked a trip with you and be, yeah. Cool. Yeah. did that uh, did the whole uh show back deal, but he was uh he was super uh super you know excited and and you know talked great about the trip with you so that well, was well
1: cool. he's a professional folks, a true professional get out there and have a great day with somebody that understands the water and understands the fisheries and we'll help you get more fish to the boat. Tony, give them all the hookup information they need. They need to get on the water with you, either here or up for the great salmon action up the coast. Gary Island.
15: Phone number seven zero seven eight four five nine five eight eight. 707-845-9588. Website to check out is eurekafishing.net.
1: Thanks, partner. We appreciate you joining us today. Have a great day out there on the water. Thanks. We'll talk Captain Sit Tony there with Greenwater Fishing Adventures. Hey, Mr. Brown, who's the lucky winner this week? Because I know it ain't me.
4: Oh, it's not Maryland either. Oh, happy birthday hey, to her. Gunner, California's May 6th crab feed dinner in Citrus Heights is sold out. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you still want to come to a GOC event, uh, you can... Get there today. It's going to be beautiful weather, and gun owners of California is having their annual Great Guns Giveaway, Sporty Clay Shoot and Barbecue with gun prizes, raffles, games, and more. It's all taking place at Comanche Hills Hunting Preserve up in Ione. So you can uh, definitely get there. You can arrive as late as 12 noon uh, if you want to shoot. You can just uh, attend the barbecue and raffle. You can arrive at 5. If you have any questions, give Sam Paratus a call at 916 717 O oh, nine oh eight, uh winner seventeen of the Gun Owners of California, fifty two guns, fifty two weeks raffle ticket ninety four. Brian Parrish of Placerville. Brian, you've won a Dickinson's Marine Pump Shotgun in twelve gauge. Uh, they're gonna be giving you a call and getting all the proper paperwork taken care of. Support gun owners of California in their forty seventh year of fighting for your gun rights. And they're out there doing that big sporting clays uh shoot and dinner all day
1: today. All day today. It's still and- time to sign up. Travis Morgan from Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff checked in with me, and uh, he and his dad are heading out there to shoot and support the gun owners of California. Well, that'll that'll be fun. I reckon it will. Let's take a quick break right now. When we come back, Mr. Steve Carson, Senior Tuna, will be joining us to tell you all about bluefin tuna and heavy-duty rigs. He put together a great video on YouTube. You need to check it out. We'll be right back.
5: for it fish with the best captain steve mitchell of hooked up sport
17: fishing call and book your trips at 707-655-6736 or check the website at hookedupsportfishing.com isn't it time you got hooked
5: up For voters who settle for nothing but the best, go boldly with Mercury. Heard of Brad's complete line of super baits, cut plugs, and killer fish for salmon, trout, and kokanee How about Brad's crankbaits for bass or stripers? You're covered with over 100 colors and sizes, running true right out of the box. Bass professionals on tour use Brad's wigglers when searching for bass on the bike. Find Brad's products, including made in the USA terminal tackle at local retailers, and check out Brad's killer fishing gear on Facebook or Instagram. Committed to excellence, Brad's killer fishing gear makes products for the avid fisherman and beginner alike, and all products
13: are fisherman tested and fish approved.
1: is pay attention and then go fishing. And joining us right now is the man himself, the director of Penn Fishing University's our own senior tuna, Mr. Steve Carson. Good morning, Tuna. Good morning, Seth. I watched your video last night on the heavy-duty rigs for big bluefin tuna, and I think that's important information you need to share with our listeners today.
12: It is, and uh, for those that are on YouTube, which is, I think, about half the planet is on YouTube, and if you're not, then just check with your kid or your grandkid. They are, Um, and you can use the basic search words, searcher, Carson, Bluefin, Um, and it'll come right up as a tackle tip Thursday, the very nice folks on the boat searcher, they, you know, they put a video up every Thursday with tackle tips for what's going on. Uh, this week, it was very much my honor to get to do that, and I talk, in this case, strictly about the heavy gear, the the 60-pound test on up to a, to the 130-pound test. And no, I didn't stutter. That is standard issue these days on the big bluefin tuna off San Diego. Um, you can certainly rent the gear, but it's always better to have your own because, Except visualize this. You've got the biggest fish of your entire life hooked up. He's ripping drag off the reel at somewhere around 40 miles an hour. And you point at the reel and go, I wonder what that button does.
1: (laughs) That's what I'd be doing. Hey, Steve, what does this do? (laughs) So that's not the time to be doing it. So it's really better
12: to have your own. And uh, this video is only six minutes long. So you should be able to stand that. And then if you want to, you can drop down on the searcher's menu and find... They've got a lot of really good videos on a bunch of different topics. Not even all of them tuna, lots of other species too. But you can also find the, uh, this, the, the version of this. That's the five rigs. Don't leave the dock without them. That's 90-minute video. So if you can't stand me for a six-minute video you're definitely not going to work out with a 90-minute with video, but uh, there's a lot of good information on there. And, um, yeah, everybody should take a look because the tuna are in. It's pretty clear the run is underway in a big way. The giant fish are not here yet. No 300-pounders caught yet.
1: But yet you sh- of- But yet you showed us the pen equipment that we would need to handle, 350 and 400-pound bluefin.
12: Well, you don't want to lose five of them before you realize. uh Oh, I guess I better have something different. They're going to show up at some point. Could they could be showing up right? You know, this afternoon.
1: I think I'd be. You using don't know that when word. those
12: big ones are going to be here. And oh my, I'm so sad. The fish we're catching now are only forty to a hundred pounds. They're little ones by modern standards. It's that's that's just amazing. Um, you really do need to have, you know, your five rigs. I mean, ask Kent Brown. Would he ever really go anywhere? Uh, you know, important with only one rod. No, 31 of,
4: 31 of them in the rod locker last week at Clear Lake. Buddy. He sent me a photo of his
1: boat before he took off. He's got more rods than Fisherman's Warehouse.
4: Yeah, thir- 31
1: of them in that rod locker.
12: And if you set a world record, which I guess you could do at Clear Lake, that could happen, it would be 22 pounds, 6 ounces. So think about a bluefin tuna that range anywhere from 15 pounds to 412 pounds in the state of California waters. So you, you can't do it with one rod. It can't be done.
1: No. Well, it was very impressive seeing the heavy-duty rigs that you were laying out. These are for the smaller ones that are out there right now. This is what's going to be coming. This is what you need. And just in case the big dogs come around, you're going to need this. Well, this is what I would be taking to catch any of them because it certainly make my life easier, that's for sure. And the best tip you gave was the long-extended forearm grip.
12: Oh yeah, yeah. Uh somewhere around 20 years ago, I think as as uh as the baby boomers started to age and of course they're the ones with the money to go out on these expensive boats. Um somewhere around 20 years ago, the uh the protocol allowed you to rest the foregrip of the rod on the rail of the boat. Before that, the captain would like smack the back of your hand with a ruler, don't you let that rod touch that rail. Now it's pretty much standard operating procedure. And believe me, Sep, it makes a difference.
1: Oh yeah. You have a back left over when you get off the boat. <laughs> it's exactly. A, it's and, a huge difference. I hear Steve talking about all of this and I just want to remind everybody, I got my butt kicked by 30 <laughs> pounders out here in the ocean with Steve one day, 30 pounders were kicking me. So well, when, it, you're, when you're talking these monster fish folks, you do need the right tackle. Oh, you, you
12: definitely do. I mean, let, let's face it. Um, some people just go, go fishing to get out of mowing the lawn. You know, the, once they're away from the house, they're totally happy and they don't care. And if that's you, then, you know, use whatever you want. But most people are out there, they want to maximize, the, you know, their outdoor experience. And fish don't bite every day, no matter where you are. But if you want to catch what's available, what's in the water the day that you go out, whatever that may be, uh, you, you know, you need to be ready. You need to have the right gear. And besides the bluefin, finally yesterday, uh, there was a little bit of, of uh, you know, your, your inshore bite started a little bit on some, uh, some yellowtail, white sea bass, calicos. You know, the usual Southern California inshore species finally started to bite so that James Smith on the California Dawn wasn't the only guy in the state Hammering inshore fish. I imagine you've already him on. Oh yeah, um, and I'm sure that he told you about how many fish he was catching. And I should add, I checked with Julie. There still are a few spots available on our trip when I go up there to fish on the Caldon on August the fifteenth and
4: August the sixteenth. No, there's so, not. Well, there's two less than you think. Well, <laughs> <laughs>
1: because Sep and I are going on your trip. Hey, Did you know that? If you guys would like to go, August fifteenth and sixteenth, is that it? Yeah, that's basically it. If you want to go, get a hold of James at the CalDon phone number, and that's I it. have it here. Go ahead. Give it to him.
12: It's 510-417-5557. And if we completely sell the boat out, then that means Kenton and uh, Sepp can't get on the boat.
1: That's Wrong. not what that means. <laughs> <laughs> Just wishful thinking on Senior Tuna's part. Steve Carson. Hey, Senior Tuna,
4: remember, I'm going to be in San Diego in about three weeks, buddy. So I'll, uh, we're going to hook up on the side of the freeway, maybe. He's got an igloo.
1: Right, I'll, I'll alert the authorities. Well, have, I'm trying to give you advance notice. Have igloo, will travel. Senor Tuna, thank you for joining us today. We appreciate it, sir. We will we'll talk to you again very soon. Thanks, guys. Steve Bye. Carson, always with great, solid information for us. Speaking of solid information, if you want some great meals today and you want them all free, you and should be it.
4: there's old tackle to dig through. Oh, and there's, there's, seminars there's old to everything
1: through. to dig through. And there's old people to listen to like Absolutely. Alan Fong and many others that will be there. Rick Teets will Rick be Teets, there, too. Yeah. Let's get hooked up right now from Bucks Outboard. Let's go to the wild man himself, Lenny LaPenta, to tell you all about the big day at Bucks Outboard today. Good morning, Lenny.
18: Good morning, guys. Hey, uh, you were just talking about the right kind of tackle, right? Well, it's all over my lawn
1: right now. I nice. bet it is scattered all over the place with guys wandering around with coffee in their hand. And I'll bet one or two of them might have a beer too. You <laughs> never know. Yeah, we
18: got somebody coffee right there. I got fat daddy smokehouse over here smoking out the place. Been in here since 530. Um so yeah, we're having our open house tackle swap meat. We'll be doing teriyaki chicken, uh, tri tip, uh, fish fry as usual. We got a bunch of raffle prizes the people have stepped up this year donated and like you said it's free you come up set up on the law listen to seminars eat um we're giving everybody one free raffle ticket you can buy more if you want we're just asking we are doing a fundraiser we're just asking hey if you got tackle you want to donate or any money i don't care if it's a dollar ten dollars whatever can't can bring a penny i don't care we're just we're taking donations we're gonna have a good time out here though
1: and Alan Fong's bringing a bunch of Thai fish all seasoned up and everything. So he's probably going to be preparing a meal for everybody out there, too. It's a great He is bringing place. some stuff. It is a great place to hang out, folks. You're going to run into your friends. You're going to hear information that you want. You're going to see something that you should have bought. And more importantly, you're going to be sharing the information with all the people that think, just like you do out there. You know, mm-hmm. we talk about
4: spooning all the time for different stripers. Teets Amos. is the man. Rick Teets is the master. And if you get an opportunity to, you know, get Blade Runner tackles Rick Teets at a corner, just go teach me about spooning. It'll be worth your entire trip. And you can bet he'll have everything there that he makes. Too. I think he probably will be able to fill your tackle box.
1: What else do we need to I'm tell I'm
18: looking at a bunch of his stuff on the table right now that we're giving away.
1: There you have it. How many... Matter of fact,
18: I might go swipe some more stuff off his table.
1: <laughs> That's how Lenny fills up the tables yeah. around there. Well, it's gonna be a great day out there, folks. And if you have, you know, a spare half hour or a couple of hours, get on out there and plan on spending the better part of the morning. You're gonna be surprised how many people and how many friends you have that show up out there. What else do we yeah, need I to just, tell? Them?
18: I just want to give a shout out to my sister and brother in law for letting me turn turn their business into a circus one day of the year. So I wanna thank them and uh But we're going to have a good time. There's a party atmosphere going on right
1: now. Well, it starts early around there, and it's going to go on well after lunch. So make sure you get by there today. Bucks Outboard, give them the address. Tell them how to get there.
18: 2750 47th Avenue, South Sacramento, one mile west of Highway 99. And if there's no parking close by, just park across the street in the light rail and don't get hit by a car walking across the street. But it's going to be a good time.
1: It will be a blast. It always is. Lenny, thanks for hooking up with us. We'll talk to you again soon.
18: Thanks for having me, guys.
1: Get on out to Buck's Outboard today. It's always for the a fun time. Big seminar speaker day and open house in the swap meet is what's killer. There's so much interesting stuff just to take a look at. Hey, it's about time for Get a Clue. Shouldn't Marilyn be in here with the birthday girl?
0: Get a clue. you can be sure that guns, fishing, and other stuff will have it in stock. And now, here's today's Get a Clue.
17: Hi, this is Marilyn. Hey, it's salmon season, a highlight for many in our local area. Yes, it's great fun for anglers, but a dangerous time for dogs. Warning, salmon poisoning can be deadly. Don't let your dog run around areas where it might come across a fish carcass or trash, and don't let him lick slimy fish. The key to avoiding disaster is early diagnosis. Watch for symptoms like throwing up, lack of appetite, diarrhea, appearing usually within six days after a dog gets into infected fish. Salmon poisoning is treatable if caught in time. Left untreated, most dogs will die within 14 days. The parasite is also carried by some strains of trout, but they're not harmful to humans. So keep an eye on your dog.
0: Get a clue. Take care of yourself. Stay safe and well. Till next week.
18: get a clue. When you're
5: looking for the latest in fishing gear, accessories, and live bait, Elkhorn Bait and Tackle is where you'll find everything you need for fishing fun. From trout to bass, sturgeon to stripers, and salmon to shad, there's a licensed and bonded guide behind the counter and he freely shares tips, tricks, and top locations for action. Learn about curing row from the pros and how to properly rig for success. And more important, Elkhorn Bait always has the best and largest selection of fresh baits like crawdads, minnows, pileworms, bloodworms, night crawlers, and more, including frozen tray baits. Elkhorn Bait and Tackle 20th Street and Elkhorn Boulevard West of Watt. 916-991-5298 Hey! They're also your local U-Haul dealer. There's, There's a, a new, new ghost, ghost, attack. ghost attack. There's a new Ghost Ghost Bait and Tackle at 2550 West El Camino Avenue in Sacramento, owned and operated by Cedric Ghostin. Ghost Bait and Tackle supplies anglers with all the fresh water, warm water, and saltwater tackle and accessories for a great day on the water. Rods, reels, live and frozen baits, swim baits, jigs, line, hooks, lures, spinners, terminal tackle, and a whole lot more. Located between I-5 and I-80 at 2550 West El Camino Avenue, Ghost B&T opens at 5 a.m. seven days a week with easy on-off freeway access to save your valuable fishing time. Catch the fishing spirit with Ghost Bait and Tackle.
0: 916-692-8520.
10: and now more california sportsmen with seth Hendrickson.
1: you know with so much going on out there right now and so many different types of fishing available to folks right now there's a lot of pressure for bait Fresh bait, live bait for the stripers, live bait minnows for fishing for anything and everything throughout the Delta, and many things more, like all the ghost shrimp, all the grass shrimp, everything you need for sturgeon fishing. Let's not waste any time. Let's go live to Elkhorn Bait and Tackle right now and hook up with the owner himself, Mr. Tim Boggs. Good morning, Tim. Hey, good morning, Zip. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing great. There's so much going on out there. How the hell do you know what to be buying this time of year?
17: <laughs> We're just buying it all. Um, we just got a, a load of minnows in. We've got ghost shrimp. Uh, we've got pile worms. You name it.
1: Well, Cut I'm, bait, I'm afraid to ask, but I've got to ask it. What are jumbo minnows going for nowadays? twenty one
17: ninety five
1: that's better price than i heard earlier so that's we're dropping price folks that's like five bucks cheaper than the last call i had well that's good to hear hey, you bet now what are they? what are they telling you across the counter what are these guys chasing after right now there's so many things going on with the striper run the sturgeon run everything's popping out there and then there's a lot of guys that are catching everything else in the river shad and everything
17: yeah absolutely right now the the top uh, fish, of course, is, is a striped bass. Uh, that gets people up and, and out the door real quick. Uh, followed closely by uh, sturgeon. And then uh, a good crappie bite going on. Uh, we're even seeing some trout uh, stuff going out. So, like I said yesterday, everything is biting from mosquitoes to sturgeon. Exactly. You know,
1: if, you, if you want to fish, now's the time to do it. Well, you probably even have mosquito stuff to stop those particular types I, of bites. But you want to really, you want to have all the other bites going on. Folks, with everything happening like this, you're going to need to have a wide selection, whether it be live baits or whether it be your trolling, whether it be a plug or lures or whatever your favorite thing is out there. As this season, the striper season continues, these fish are going to get crazier and crazier for the next 30 days. And they're going to be just attacking baits all over. So you could end up saving a little money on jumbo minnows when the minnow, when the lure bike kicks into gear. So you might want to be paying more attention and checking with guys just like Tim. He guides on the side. He's got a lot of information. He knows what to tell you and where to go. That's the best part about it. Tim, if all the exciting things that are going on out there right now, what do you think is the the most exciting to the guys other than the striper? Are they chasing the big sturgeon going up there, Knights Landing and above, just for the tug to yeah, release absolutely. a big one? Is that the next most popular?
17: Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we just got in uh, 75 dozen ghost shrimp, and they were flying out the door.
1: Well, that's so- a- when you see these baits show up, folks, if you're planning on going and you can time it right, you need to get your hands on it because every shop doesn't have them. You must be twisting some arms out of state to get this stuff.
17: Yeah, I, I'm doing a lot of twisting, yeah. <laughs>
1: well, that's, ex- yeah. that's exactly We've what
16: it
17: is. got a good supplier. Uh, he's been right on, right on target uh, this year for me so far, so... Go shrimp have not been a problem.
1: Well, they've got the artificial lures and everything you need there in addition to the great baits that make it essential if you're shoreline fishing. You can go out and toss yeah, lures I, all day long, but boy, you shoreliners out there, you can park your buns on the shore like I did for years, cast out and get striper after striper with the right bait.
17: Yeah, you know, yeah, I I got guys coming in here that kind of hang their head when I ask them if they're fishing from a bank or boat. Uh, bank fishermen are doing great. You know, you don't have to have a boat in order to catch stripers. Exactly. So. Just,
1: just allows you to move around a little bit more and have a little bit more freedom. And when you're out yep. there in the water with no snags close to shore, it makes it a little easier to get them to the side too. Absolutely. Well, Tim, give them the hookup information, the address, as well as the phone number so they can find out more and get over there and load up on everything they need before they take off fishing.
17: Okay. Phone number is 916-991. 5298. You can find us on the web. Um, the address 6745 20th street, right on the corner of 20th and Elkhorn.
1: There you have it, folks. If you wonder where you should go, stop in and see Tim. He'll tell you where to go in more ways than one is my chance, my guess. <laughs> Tim, thanks for hooking up with us today. We appreciate it and we'll talk to you again real soon. You bet. All right. Okay. Take... Thank you. Seth. Tim All Boggs, right. Elkhorn bait and tackle right here close to town. Well, We got a nice segment right here from Mr. Travis Morgan, the -the over-the-counter segment. He's off today. Well, he's not off today, but he's on his way today with his dad. To Comanche Hills. Heading out to Comanche Hills to support gun owners of California. Here's his over-the-counter segment, rolling.
5: Ready to shop at a well-stocked hunting, fishing, and outdoor store? Guns, fishing, and other stuff in Vacaville has everything you need for the great outdoors. Hunting and fishing gear, guns and ammo, and plenty of camo for you hunters. They're loaded with fishing gear and all the accessories and outdoor apparel for the entire family. And now, here's the guy that hears it all over the counter with General Manager Travis Morgan.
9: Good morning, Kent. How's it going, guys? Well, it's my favorite time of year when I get to go out and do a little sporting play. A little trap, a little skeet shooting. This morning, I'm headed up to a sporting clay shoot at Comanche Hills for Gun Owners of California. I'm hoping to have a great time. Bill's going with me, and being neither one of us have shot sporting clays in over a year and a half, it ought to be hilarious watching us shoot today. Well, I hope we provide some good entertainment. Anyhow, if you're into sporting clay or, or skeet shooting or something like that, come on down and check out our supply. We have plenty of ammo for it in stock. We also have all the over and unders you can think of in stock for the traditionalists. Anywhere from the Berettas, Benellis, uh, Browning, all the way down to the Stogers, and anything in between. For those of you who are not a traditionalist, don't care if you shoot wood, well, we have the semi-automatics uh, up there, too. And also, the inexpensive pumps, if you want to get in there, just try it see if you like it. Go ahead, try it. I guarantee you're going to like it. It is the best thing going today. Well that's what's going there let's jump on to the fishing now right now out in the ocean they're doing fairly well on sammers salmon not sammers salmon but we and we have all the stuff here in the store to make your trip a very successful trip we have fbrs we have salmon killers and we got all the flashes you can think of come down pick it out pick it up here at the store go out and have yourself a great day also run in the bay um Halibut's running really good right now. They're going off uh, frozen bait. And we have frozen bait in stock, along with uh, halibut rigs and hoochies. So come on in, and check those out. Now we're getting to the good part. Stuff that just came in, just arrived this week. We got Fenwick, Daiwa, Penn, and St. Cord rods in stock. Whole variety of selection just came in. We also have Fenwick and Penn combos that just showed up. So we got a good supply of almost all the fishing stuff you can think of right now. And the firearm side just came in is a miracle. We got some Sig Mark 25s. That is the pistol that the SEALs used. It has a Navy emblem anchor on it and everything. It's a 9mm. It's a great shooting weapon. Come down and check it out. Also, on Friday, I did get a email that they have shipped a couple of my FNs. So on en route right now to us is one FN Scar and one Saw. Yes, that's right. I said Saw. It's going to be here. It's going to be Cal Legal. Come down. Check it out. It's going to be nifty. Okay. Well, that's about all for this week, guys. You have a great day, and I'll see you at the store.
5: Guns Fishing and Other Stuff. You'll find everything you need and more on the shelves of their two big stores in Vacaville at 197 Butcher Road and in Dublin at 6705 Amador Plaza. Don't miss the deals at Guns Fishing and Other Stuff, and be sure to check them out on the web at GunsFishing.com.
6: now. More California sportsmen with
1: Seth Hendrickson. Well, I got a call a couple days ago from a buddy that uh, told me a good friend of ours had passed away. Daryl LaMonica, number three, the Mad Bomber. The Mad Bomber. Of the Oakland Raiders passed away at 80 years old a couple of days ago and... um, Marilyn and I posted some great photos and stuff. Those that, were awesome. That, uh, it's on our Facebook page right now of TV shows. We did a national television show called Americana Outdoors. We did a couple of them with
4: uh, yeah. Daryl. And Daryl then, Daryl did the outdoors with the pros show too. That yeah. Uh, Daryl was an outdoorsman. He was a sportsman, a hunter, and good a fisherman. It.
1: Yeah. And a lot of us knew it. Randy Pringle knew him well. You knew him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Marilyn and I had him over at the house several times. Uh, such a gracious gentleman. I can't believe it. The, and modest, humble, just 30, yeah. 30 years ago, I got introduced to him at a CSBA event. He found out he wanted to talk to me and I'm going, Oh God, what did I do? Yeah. And, uh, hooked up with him and we just got going crazy with great kokanee fishing down there and put together these great shows with Juan Stakes, as producer. And I got to tell you, he will be missed. He was a great guy, a true gentleman and a true sportsman out there. So many, well, so many and, you know, people he went to, and so many stories. He went
4: to Clovis High School and, you know, he went on to, you know, have a, a great career in the NFL. But, but he, but he came right back to Fresno that's and right. that's where, you know, he always was that's that why Fresno he wanted, guy.
1: that's why he wanted to promote Shaver yeah. Lake down there as much as he could. Mm-hmm. Jerry and Janet uh, Sandstrom yep. that owned the whole place down there. We were down there doing show after show, just having a great time. Gracious guy and very generous. I even picked up seven footballs before he showed up at our house nice. one night for dinner
4: and had him sign them. He signed them all for us yeah. and we used them as fundraisers for California and the fishery. Exactly. Well, you know, he, he took uh, Randy Pringle and I, like a couple of lost stray dogs back to his house one night after doing an Alcorns promotion set. And he's like, you boys don't need to stay in a hotel. That's a bad neighborhood. You just come to the house. I don't think Mary knew we were coming to the house, but, uh, it was cool. And he, he had a, 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 a wonderful memorabilia room from his career. And he turned the light on and he said, all that crap's in there if you want to look at it, if not turn the light off. I mean, that's how, you know, that's kind of how humble he was. And going into his memorabilia room and seeing his career laid out was pretty cool if you're an oakland raiders fan uh i got you on that one because that was a really cool deal. i have always been a raider fan when they played
1: over in oakland at yeah. frank yule field <laughs> the old junior high school or junior college field well he was a
4: real deal outdoorsman fisherman hunter you know earl Bent sent me a message from uh from uh you know the founder of triton boat sent me a message this week about daryl and, and how fond of uh of him he was so it was uh It was a big loss to Mary and and the family down there, but uh, great guy.
1: Everybody's going to miss him, no doubt about it, and I'd like to uh, have you take a look at the California Sportsman Facebook page. you see some great photos of us working
4: together. Oh, that young guy's Richard Burton.
1: And the other young guy's me. (laughs) I saw that. (laughs) I had hair back then. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Well, let's head up River right now. I don't know what River. Yes, I do. I'm not sure exactly where he's going to be fishing, but I know he's at the Northern California Guides and Sportsman's Association of derby up there today. Justin Leonard from Outcast Guide Service joins us live from the river striper fishing this morning. Good morning, Justin. Good morning, guys. Tell us about it. What's going on out there? How busy is the river? Oh. We went south to avoid the traffic,
19: and I've seen three boats today. It's been lovely.
1: So, <laughs> so, so they all went north. You intentionally <laughs> just took off and headed south. Yeah.
19: Um, no, they're, they're holding that big derby up there at Calusa today and tomorrow. And uh, I was up there yesterday. Oh, oh did he pop off? Little sucker. Um there's probably 40, 50 boats up there yesterday. And uh, it was just absolutely insanity. So I went ahead and the water's jumping three feet up there, too. So, got a lot of logs, debris, just nasty stuff coming down. And that on top of the boat traffic was no thank you for me. It takes it probably about 12 hours to get down, down river. And I kind of said, well, let's go down river, avoid the boat traffic, and avoid, avoid the bad water.
1: And what kind of action are you starting to experience out there?
19: The warmer and higher the sun gets, the better it's getting. Well, no, we actually we just had to just talk over right now. Um, that sucker didn't stay on there. But um, it's been really good, been consistent. Fish are kind of, some are spawned, some are not spawned, a couple new fish, um, but a lot of kind of halfway spawned out fish here in this past week. Pretty much every single day I've seen a spawn floating down the river. Um, so, they have been actively spawning. It's kind of weird. It's 59 degrees. So, we would have, everybody just kind of thought it would have pushed off the spawn, a, you know, a little bit until the water heated up. And I just think they were so primed up and ready to go that they couldn't quite hold it any longer.
1: That's a good way to put it. I think you nailed it right on the head there. Well, Justin, the striper fishing is obviously going to stay good uh, through this low moon period we're having right now. But a full moon's coming here pretty quick. And that's just going to bust what's left in the delta heading upriver for the spawn, isn't it?
19: That's exactly it. And then here coming up next week, this water is going to tank right back off. You know, I don't think we're really going to have any more rainfall. But Tuesday, I think it's supposed to just shut off again. And uh, the water temps, we're going to see a jump, I guess, probably 5, 6, 7 degrees here in about a week because it's going to get hot next week. This water is going to drop. It's going to heat up really fast. These things are going to spawn off super fast and get out of here back to the delta. So I really, I think we have until the first week in May on this up here. And then the fish that are in the delta will probably just try and spawn somewhere down that way rather than coming all the way up here because the conditions just aren't going to be right. And then uh, actually something kind of interesting, though, yesterday I know of two tag stripers that came out of, you know, tagged in Stockton that were caught up here. So that's kind of those fish that migrated over and finally made it up here. But those are the first two tag stripers I know of. And it normally tells us that's the Stockton fish that kind of figured out what was going on and made it up here.
1: Well, that's a nice thing to know. Are you seeing uh, decent sized fish? Are you getting a lot of smallies with the little guys up there? Or are you starting to see some of the larger fish and the females entering the system too? So we definitely have quite a few
19: females around. Um, and normally grabbing a couple a day. And then, uh, here three, four, three days ago for like four days before that, it was just great quality, really nice quality. The last couple of days, really after this first little water jump, we saw the, the quality go down a little bit. And a lot of 19 to 22, 23 inches—schoolie-sized fish. Nothing, nothing crazy. But here, three, four days ago, we
1: had all like six to 10 pounds fish. What, and was... what are you going to be chasing next, Justin? After you finish up on the stripers?
19: So we're going to take these guys pretty much all the way through May and just chase them down to the delta, and then transition over and be doing kokanee and trout up there on the lake, and hammering those guys throughout the rest of the summer.
1: You got it. Well folks, now is your time to get a hold of him and book your reservation whether you want to go striper fishing on the rivers right now you got a few weeks of wide open on the river and then you got a few weeks while they load up down in the delta and start putting on the feed bag so you have opportunities down there too or if you want to get to those freshwater lakes for kokanee, landlocked kings and trout and stuff, you can do it then too. Justin give them all the hookup info they need.
19: Absolutely. My number's 502-277-6870 and we're super active on Facebook mostly some instagram but that's got all the contact information and reports and all the good stuff on there
1: justin leonard with outcast guide service give him a shout give him that phone number one more time 530-277-6870
19: all
1: right thanks bud we appreciate it you have a great day on the water and hang them for those customers thank you guys all right take care justin good guy good kid we got to do something with him sounds good we got to go fishing with him is what we need to do. He's offered me several opportunities, so we should jump on board. I don't know. When he's in the Delta. We say
4: we should do a lot of things that we never wind up finding enough time for. Well,
1: I'm going to take you up on going out in your bass boat, and I want to go out in the Delta and screw around. Let's do that. Maybe we'll drag Richard Burton up and do that. Hey, Richard, I know you're going to the opening of Eastern Sierras next weekend, but after that, why don't you come up here, and we'll go out in the bass boat. We'll catch some crappie, some bluegill, some stripers.
4: Maybe, a bass, Maybe a bass or two. Maybe okay. a bass or two. I understand. Are you going to leave me any time to talk about Trinity? Kent's got all kind. Of e- we possibly start talking because oh I want to go to Mr. Herney oh my here. god, like, they wrecked him up there, Sep. I've been waiting for two hours to tell you about it. The rectum is not the word. The <laughs> Apex, the Apex uh, <laughs> Cup tournament going on Wild West Bass Trail. Uh, Forty five of the top pros up there fishing all, Trinity Lake, all keeping a big secret. Uh, yeah, it, it is. It is crazy. Sep Nick Savucci. Day one was yesterday. Uh, and they do kind of a weird deal. It's total weight and total fish. He caught 62 bass. His best five weighed 32 pounds. He was culling five-and-a-half-pound smallmouth and putting six-pound largemouth in the in the box. Is there a lot of money on the end of this? Yeah, there is. Yeah, there's there's pretty good money at the end of it. But, uh,
1: yeah. It's amazing fishing. And the reason why? It doesn't get
4: a lot of pressure. Not a lot of fishing pressure. It's a great food source and a, and a phenomenal lake. And it's just far enough off the beaten path that it doesn't get pounded hard. And... Phenomenal
1: and, landlocked king salmon fishing up there. I mean, 10, 12, 13 pounders.
4: Yeah, yeah and I hope the folks that uh, you know, are going to hear about this that go up there um treat that place kindly. Yeah, uh, don't
1: be taking home five and special. six pounders
4: for the fried pan. That place is special, yeah, big yeah, time. It's
1: another one of those places that we need to really protect and keep it the way it is.
4: Yeah, for sure.
1: Well, let's get hooked up with the man himself from Western Outdoor News, the editor of Northern California Edition, Mr. Dave Hurley, joins us live right now. Good morning, Dave. Good morning, gentlemen, and happy birthday, Marilyn. That's fantastic. Uh, she's smiling inside the other room. Dave, we got about five minutes for you to give Northern California anglers all the opportunities we haven't talked about yet.
20: Things are great uh, as far as uh, you can go shore fishing now. They're still planting the Bay Area lakes. You know, we've had this influx of cool water, and that's made these plants last a lot longer. And uh, same thing at Comanche and Amador. Normally, about this time of year, they'd start wrapping it up, uh, their plants, but uh, with this cooler water and cool water coming down the rivers, they're continuing to plant. They'll probably plant into May. So those are Amador is probably your best place for sure. You know Los Vaqueros has been fantastic. So has the uh, San Pablo Dam reservoir. You know, for people that want to go fishing from the shoreline, those are all great places to be able to go. Uh, like you said, I like to hear your part about Shaver Lake earlier. It's probably the biggest kokanee in the state
1: right now. Absolutely.
20: But don't sleep on Don Pedro. Don Pedro is going to be phenomenal this year. Monty Smith got him to 15 and a half inches yesterday. He also got a really nice big king. And the hard part to get into the coconut is getting through the trout. And that's been the same thing at Maloney's, too. So there's a lot of good opportunities. I'm waiting for Barry Essa to sleep, uh, wake up. Steph,
1: what do we got going on there? I I can give you some pretty good information on it. The lake has come up a couple of feet, by the way. They had uh, 1.67 inches of rain there. It's a tremendous area for watershed, so I think it'll have an impact on the lake. The uh, king salmon fishing is picking up out there. Guys that know what they're doing are not out there fishing next to the big island. They're fishing uh, in the ballpark area. They're fishing next to the dam. They're fishing the deep water. Before you get to the narrows where the wires go across, any of those areas in that first big dam where you can see the dam, good chance of finding some schools of minnows as well as those king salmon above them and below them feeding on stragglers. And that's where you're going to want to troll for those too. There's a lot of rainbow trout running around in there, and there are some kokanee that are being caught right now, although they're like 9, 10, 12 inches. It'll be this year's fish that should be up there in the 15, 16, 18-inch range or larger like they were last year. That's what's going on at Berryessa, but they also got a great bass bite, but who cares about that?
20: Yeah, I, I I I I'm with you on that one, but uh, I'm waiting for those big kokanee to show up like last year because that was phenomenal bite. You two, and, uh, you
4: two don't care about them because you can't catch them. They're too hard for you trollers to figure out. That's without true. Without a backlash, but every lake he mentioned is wide open for bass fishing. Sep Party, Comanche, Don Pedro, Berryessa, Folsom, Camp Far West, Oroville, Shasta, pick one. They all got coconier Kings in them, too. Yeah, but pick one. Clear Lake, although getting a lot of pressure, uh, is going to be heating up well.
1: Dave, where would you be yeah. going this week if you had the opportunity?
4: You
20: know, if I had the opportunity this week, I would be on the Delta, to be quite honest with you. The Delta's been unbelievable. I love the San Joaquin side, and it sounds like it's just been light out with some quality fish. So that's my... That would be my number one choice. Number two, I would love to uh, – Monterey. oh, Mike didn't cover it today. Monterey salmon bite went off. They got uh, limits within the very short period of time. It's the first time this whole season that Monterey has loaded up with salmon. And they mooch there, and I love to mooch. I do not like to troll. So that would be my second choice to make that run.
1: Good spot, Seb. Well, it's uh... – Great opportunities to get out there and get into the action for everybody this time of year there's no reason not to get out Dave to stay on top of all the action They need a prescription. Give them the hookup information so they can find a prescription to western outdoor news
20: real simple just go to one news w o n e w s dot com look at that and I think the digital is the best way to go. It comes out on tuesday it 's going to pop right to your uh, phone on tuesday you can look it up you're going to see all stuff from northern california and southern california Got a lot of coverage in there and uh, uh i think it's uh that along with Alan's and your show uh, you should have it covered for the week well it's you know, also all-
1: let's set up next weekend the eastern sierra trout opener is next weekend and you've, the Western Outdoor News has the whole new insert with the preview this week that I'll be looking at getting ready to do interviews in the Eastern Sierra next week. Dave, thanks for hooking up with us. We appreciate you joining us as always, my friend. Till next week. You guys know how this works. we got a whole show ahead of us. Mr. Brown, we made it all the way through.
4: You ran it right to the wall.
1: Well, it's not the wall yet. We still have about 18 seconds of airtime to fill up. So what I'm going to do is I want to thank all you listeners out there for paying attention to what we've got to say. I hope you enjoyed the presentation the way we like to share it, and I appreciate you joining us every week right here on California Sportsman. Thanks much. Tight lines, everybody.